Hey guys, it's Jonathan. Just before the podcast begins, I just want to let you guys know that this episode does get a little bit deep and there are some sensitive topics. So if you are prone to anything like that, please read the description. Um, I'll put all the details in there so you know what to look forward to. Um, But yeah, just wanted to let you guys know what was going on and I will see you guys on the flippity flip. Take care and enjoy. Huh? 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 It was so cringy. It was so cringy. <laughs> I like the untimed simultaneous uh Jernaturn and Sev, huh? That was good. Yeah, it was it was yeah. pretty good. It's like you guys live together or something. Yeah. Wow. Why would you ever do that? My blood. Alright. Welcome back to the uh what is this now? The third episode of the Best Dads Ever podcast. Um uh, today I'm your host, uh Jernaturn, aka Jonathan, here with Hydra, aka Brett. Wouldn't it be the fourth episode? Yeah. The, no, it's your, number your it's number three zero, because the zero oh, okay. is the pilot. Um, this is episode to- three. Total total we have four episodes. Total yeah, episodes four. Brad back 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 at it. Wasn't here was last it? last podcast, but he's here again. He's back. It's official. He's back, boys. Hey, I mean, it, glad it to have him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we've got Sev, aka Pat. What's up? Yo, let's go. And today we got yeah. a special guest, our boy Isaiah. What's up, guys? It's hey. good to be here. What's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like gotta how. Say, gotta oh. say, just real quick, the couch. I love it. Thanks. I love yeah. the couch, man. Yeah. You couch. can think you can thank my mom. Thanks, Turn and Turn's mom. <laughs> um good couch. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. Turn's mom, you have great taste. <laughs> yeah. Great. You have great couches. Way to go. Go mom. You go you. Um well welcome. <laughs> welcome to our podcast. Um I know we kind of talk about anything and everything in here. We'd love to hear from you today. I like that uh before we started recording, we spent uh what like an hour just goofing around and talking and you guys were having conversations that should have been podcast worthy but you were having them before i hit record so a little sad about that but it's all good hey all good life's a podcast man dang okay bet bet i would just record all of it only it would be boring that's fair no way would it would it be boring i don't think so i mean probably most of it no at least while i'm at work oh that's fair maybe at work yeah <laughs> then, like because i uh, i teach like sensitive things like intellectual property things like i wouldn't be able to actually broadcast any of the information so it'd just be dead silence for like 10 hours yeah. every day yeah so that and probably would fair. be super classified. exciting it is pretty classified yeah nice okay yeah. so let's jump into it why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and um yeah, I mean, obviously we know about it, but for the audience listening, um, let them know who you are, what you're about, you know, what you do in life, anything you want to share, get out. Boom, now's the time. Do it. Heck Bet. Yeah. Just keep going Dude. right now. Just size, like, do it. Not? Just talk. Yeah, okay, awesome. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I've known you guys for freaking ever, and it's, it's a yeah. privilege to be uh, sitting on the couch with you guys and just having this conversation um but man i've been in a, in a whirlwind of the last four three three to four years of literally four years ago i was on my deathbed and then now um 
after going through so much uh crap and so much awesome uh all mixed in together i'm at a place in my life where i'm like happy to be alive like i've never been uh happier in my entire life i've never enjoyed a day as much as i consistently enjoy most of my days and it's been like a really cool process of learning how to be a man mm -hmm. uh learning how to be a biblical man in my journey to be the um the best version of me that I believe that God has made me to be. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the biggest thing that's about to come to actual fruition is um, I'm about to be a pastor. Heck yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, that's, mm, so awesome. Literally. It is. It is. It's so cool. I mean, like I, uh, I feel like uh, I do the job already. So I call myself a pastor already just because I do the job. I don't have the piece of paper, but I feel like the piece of paper doesn't really bring a ton to the table. Um, so I'm, I'm calling myself a pastor now and uh, doing the, doing the job and I'm trying to do it the best I can and learn, um, learn as much as I can. I feel like if we stop learning, then we're not human anymore. So I continually learn, make mistakes and learn from them. But uh, yeah, I've wanted to be a, a pastor. I felt like I, that, that was the thing that I was made to be mm -hmm. ever since I was like 10 or 11 years old. Um, and now, man, going through life, uh, a few years ago, I was on my deathbed, like I said, and and I can get into that if you guys want to. It's a full freaking story right there. But um, from that point, um, God really showed up in my life. He turned my life around. He helped me get over a lot of the addictions that I had allowed to plague my mind and plague my lifestyle. Um, he turned that around for me, and he brought me into a place where I can start to become healthy. Um, and learn what it actually is to be healthy. The five points of health is that the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and the social uh, aspects of your life all come together to make the five points of health that make you a healthy human being. Mm -hmm. And he, he's been teaching me that. I've been going to classes. I've been doing uncredited um, internships and, and meeting with people who really have a, a knack for understanding life and understanding the Bible. And I've been able to apply that to, to a piece. And, and now I'm just in a spot in life where I'm like, dang, uh, I still go through hard times. I still go through stress. I still go through anxiety. Like I'm not just this superhuman being who is perfect. I'm definitely imperfect, but I get to be in this spot where I enjoy life. Yeah. Uh, and I'm happy. Like, I thought, like, happiness was just, like, a a fleeting thought um, in between each hit of whatever drug is your, your choice. It doesn't have to be substance, but drugs can be whatever you choose. Yeah. Um, but that I can stay in a consistent state of uh, I am God's kid, which means I get to participate in breathing like it's a gift not a not a curse and so that's that's been like my life is applying my relationship with god as yahweh the father yeshua jesus christ and, and the holy spirit that lives in and through me applying that to life has been like just the coolest process one of the hardest things i've had to go through but the coolest process the most beneficial yeah um, so yeah that's been my life for like the past four years and I can't see how I would uh, 
live any differently than I do now. So yeah, that's a, that's a large part of who I am. And we can talk about specific stories, how I got to this mindset, but yeah, in, uh, a nut, in a nutshell, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much me. It's just Jesus Christ, him crucified and me redeemed through that. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, I do No, Yeah. Do that. Uh, go for it. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I've already have some questions just hearing that. And so if you want to finish your saying, whatever you were saying, uh, John, then I can go. Oh, I had I had a question for uh, actually everybody, but I'll let you ask your questions first since you're, or I'm guessing you're going to be directing them towards Isaiah. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're uh, good. Um, yeah, I just I kind of want to go dig deep into the the five points of life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say was like the hardest point for you to like? understand or like build up yeah yeah well uh i think the piece for me at least that has been the the most challenging is understanding that Mm -hmm. they aren't just separate pieces that make you you they are so vastly interconnected Mm -hmm. to the point where um, if you neglect your physical health, like you stop exercising, you stop eating right, then it's going to affect your mind and it's going to affect your emotional state. And then those things are going to uh, affect the rest of your life as well. If you don't have a, uh, at least a check mark of, um, I need to keep all five things in check, then they're all going to suffer at some point. Um, and for every person, there's going to be there's going to be one, two, or three of the points of health that are going to be more difficult to focus on than the other ones. Um, for me, it's definitely the the physical and the social aspects are the hardest things for me. Um, I do so much with my head um, and with my emotions and with my spirit that I forget to invite people into my process. I forget to reach out to the buddies that I need and I love. Um, And through that, I forget to do the necessity things of um, doing exercise, um, cleaning my apartment, uh, meal prepping to where I have like an actual healthy lunch to eat. Like those things um, are seemingly insignificant in the moment, but in the grand scheme of things, they they all affect the other points of your health. Uh, And so the understanding of that process has been probably the most difficult thing for me um and then applying like oh i am bad at this so i need to focus more time into what i'm bad at than what i'm good at oh okay cool awesome that was good we i mean i mean i don't really i'm not on social media so i don't really know what our audience or how many we have but i do know that everyone struggles to similarities and problems no matter what like genre i guess it is in um on what what would be like the best advice you can give for people who are working on these five points of health and life and all that stuff like if someone like was to come to you is like like i'm really bad at this one thing or someone to come to you say i'm really bad at all five like what what would be something you would say to like I don't know, motivate them to, I don't know, keep going or work on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of 
a lot of things that go into that. I mean, <clears throat> I'm at a point now where I'm like, I'm still so ignorant to how I need to live my life. Um, and I've spent the last three years of my life intently actually researching these subjects and trying to get better at it. So it's going to take a lifetime to get to where you actually want to go. And you're, you might not even get there. Um, I would even say the odds are very much against you. You're not going to get to where you actually want to be, um, which is a good thing um, because that means we get to continually um, try. Um, so there's that. Uh, I would say that uh, therapy, <laughs> like as uh, stigmatized as it is, and I think, Sev, I think we're we're uh, echoing mm -hmm. if you want to turn down your gain just a little bit yeah that'd be awesome thanks bud uh, i got you. you that's what i was trying to sorry no yeah we're good we're good <laughs> um yeah so yeah to reiterate we're never going to get to where we want to be or at least i don't think we are going to yeah so uh, uh, incorporating that into our process of being like i'm not where i want to be but i'm better than i was yesterday that's the goal of being better today than we were yesterday. Yeah. Um, and if you are over the age of zero, I recommend therapy um, to every human being on the freaking planet. Um, and therapy in which you are, you share core values with your therapist. So if you are a Christian, go to a Christian therapist. If you are not a Christian, um, I recommend trying out Christianity, but then if that's not your gig, then um, go to a therapist that that shares a large part of your worldview with you um, because then you're able to actually trust the words that they give you and the practices that they ask you to do. And then on top of therapy, because therapy should be a short-term fix, you need to have um, a band of brothers or a band of gals, sisters, um that are challenging you and encouraging you you need to have both pieces okay. of hey this is what you're really good at and i'm really proud of you for this but then also this is what you need to work on and i'm going to work on it with you um those are the two most important things to me at least is is therapy for a short term fix and then um Having having the the brothers and the sisters with you to challenge and encourage you. No, I like that. Uh, I, yeah, it, that's really good. That that's actually something that I've been chatting with my personal family about. They all are trying to get me into therapy, and it's not that I'm not wanting to go to therapy. It's just you know, insurance and money to try to get a therapist or something to yeah. get in, just someone to talk to. But I definitely think it would beneficial to me especially with what i'm going through right now my mental state of everything and there's a lot more deeper stuff which i definitely could go into detail more about on a different podcast but um i do have a question or did you have any more brad no that i think i'm i think that was about it yeah i just think those five points are probably really important and like i mean i'm sure all four of us struggle with at least one of them. So, I mean, definitely. And so, yeah, every human yeah. being on the planet, yeah, we're not perfect. Yeah, we're so gonna, like, we're not meant to be perfect. 100%. And, like, and it's just like, yeah, we are. 
yeah, we're, we're definitely we're, meant to be. We're perfect. made in God's we just, image. We just aren't. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we meant to be perfect, but we but we aren't. Yeah. Um. So this I mean, question we're meant to be perfect, but we aren't perfect. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That, that was a big piece for me. Was like, yeah, I needed to understand that I I do fail. Yeah. That I am in, insufficient. That I need Jesus. Yeah. I am completely worthless without him. That was a big Definitely. part of of my healthy journey. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I interjected. I don't mean to interject too much but yeah no we are we are terrible failures of of creation and we need jesus to become not failures anymore so really quickly to the the viewers we are christians you know 10 15 minutes into the podcast now whoops i guess (laughs) just just want to figure it out wow congratulations um but no, so I do, yeah, coming, like you made, you actually made a really good statement reaching out to the Christian audience as well as non-believers and what you said about therapy. But I do have a question um, for all three of you. I don't care who answers what first and I can share at the end too, but a uh, short or long answer, I don't care. I think this is a question that can, that I think you guys will be comfortable answering to, especially if non-believers are listening to this as well. Um, why do you believe in God? Like what, why, what makes you want to continue being a Christian or what made you want to be a Christian or a born again Christian? I mean, I can go first if no one else wants to. I was about to say, I freaking love this question and I cannot question. I can't go first on this one. Uh, well, mine kind of has some backstory to it is that, I mean, I lived in a Christian household and ever like all the way up to, what was it? All the way up to middle school, I was like really good in my faith and like I was, I was invested and I had that like awesome bond with God where like I would literally just sit in my room and like it'd be dead silent and I could just have awesome conversations with God. And then when I, when high school came along, I mean, me and Sev were talking about it. Is like when you when you go in high school, it's kind of where the dropping point goes because you want to fit in with everyone. Yeah. You want to be like the minds like set that was on me is like I'm too cool for for like church or God and stuff like that. Yeah. And after when when that like mentality gets into uh, the enemy uses it so like quickly. He he knows like yep. yeah he he knows like the awesome like um like uh, opportunities God will like provide for you and um he will try and stop you from that and so after high school I I was still kind of like just not going to church and all of that and it took um it took a lot of people to be like yeah you should come back to church or. And you should come back to youth group. And um, with with those conversations I had with those people, it, I think the the constant thing was that kept coming up was God made you like in His image, and like you are. There's no one like you. And um, I think cool facts out, that are out there is like we've we have the technology to like under uh discover fingerprints from like skeletons and stuff like that 
and we're able to like try and like rebuild that fingerprint and stuff like that and the only thing that everyone has in common is that everyone's fingerprint is different and like i don't know just hearing that just expresses like so much love that god has for you like he if he wanted to he could have just did copy and paste on those small little details that people just don't think about and but he didn't he he wanted everything about you to be different and I, I don't know that just shows of like how much god like if that doesn't show how much god loves you like yeah. i mean i don't know what will like seriously he and that's why i follow him is because like i could have just been a clone of somebody and just lived my life how they're supposed to live their life or i don't know i could have been a test subject or <laughs> anything like that but like god wanted me to be me and um it's just it's just great to like actually like say that out loud now because like i don't know it's i've i've lived a whole high school life of just like not caring of like god and not like really like like yeah sure god made me but who cares like god made someone else and like in that mentality of like people don't need me because like i see the same character characteristics in other people just not all in one person and stuff like that. And that's just like, sure, maybe somebody has a good sense of humor and you told yourself you have a good sense of humor. But God made your sense of humor in his eyes and made that other person's sense of humor in their in in his eyes too and stuff like that. And they're completely different no matter like how similar the jokes are or anything like that. Like literally, it's just crazy if just how much time and thought and effort and love God does just to create you yeah so uh that would be my answer is the reason why i believe in god is because of how much like love he put in to like making me who i am today um i kind of have somewhat of a similar answer so the reason i believe in god is because i look around and i think there's no way this could be an answer accident you know and there's just so many small details that, like, you know, in our DNA, you know, and in, in plants and stuff, there's just everything is down to a microscopic detail. You know, it. I don't. I don't think that could happen by accident. You know. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I love that. That's definitely uh, really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me specifically, it, I mean, I grew up in the church, just like, uh, just like Hyjo was saying, and, um, specifically it came down to when, uh, when I had control over my life for like the first time I turned 18, a week after I turned 18, I moved out of my parents' house, um, actually into Hydra's parents' house. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there was so much not healthy with me with my head with the way that i wanted to live that um i did what i wanted to do and it amounted to nothing and so when i would do what i wanted to do um what what i felt like was like immediately gratifying what i felt was a was what i should do in this moment as an 18 year old who knows everything about everything 
Um, and, and then when the consequences hit and it was negative consequences, I was like, dang, well, that's not right. Maybe I should do even more of what I want to do. And I just continued this cycle of immediate gratification and then devastating consequences um, to the point where eventually I moved out of Hydra's parents' house and I moved in with my brother and was exposed to so much more um, worldly things is what a Christian would say, Christianese, as I like to call it, but like the, the worldly <laughs> things of, um, I was exposed to uh, drugs, I was exposed to alcohol, I was exposed to parties, I was exposed to not having a curfew, not having people worried about me if I was late. Um, and uh, I was out of high school, so I was earning more money because I had a full-time job. And I was using my money and my time to put things into my body and into my spirit that were never meant to be in there. Yeah. Um, and I developed uh, an actual physical disease that put me physically uh, on my deathbed. My prognosis was eight years, but I could barely get out of bed most days. Um, and I, I had a choice. Uh, I was extremely clinically depressed, um, and should have been on medication, but I chose not to be, I chose to, um, not go to the doctor and not go to therapy. And it brought me to the place where I was extremely suicidal and had made multiple different types of plans in case one or the other one would fail. Um, the only reason I didn't um, end up dying through that time was because of God. Um, the, the 18, 19, 20 years, I um, thought I burned so many bridges just because of the, the person that I was acting like, the person I would become. Um, and one of the people that was very close to me when I was a kid reached out to me, called me. Um, and I was like, super didn't know why because i thought i completely burned that bridge she doesn't like me anymore i caused her and her family a lot of pain um but she reached out to me and said hey um i care about you i've been praying for you um and i want to offer you free schooling um and she said here's an opportunity to go to a bible college for free uh and so at that point, I had nothing going for me. Uh, my parents were not excited about my life choices, um, and I was unemployed. Uh, so I wasn't making any money. I had to move back in with my parents, and I was racking up a lot of debt. And so I was like, this is something that I could do um, to get my parents off my back. But it actually turned out to be something ex extremely awesome. I met a bunch of people, and I rekindled a relationship with a lot of people that I thought I burnt bridges with. And it allowed me to get to a place where God gave me a choice. He said, you can go back and you can live life searching for the things that you want to do that give you negative consequences. Or you can give me that life, the life that you think you want. Sacrifice that and instead do what I know you need to do. And it's been now four years of making that choice every day of, of waking up and saying, I want what God wants for me and not what I want. Um, of cutting people out of my life that don't belong, of cutting the substances, cutting the addictions out of my life and all of the pain and the withdrawal that come with that. Um, 
And the the result is, as I stand here, a, a physical representation of God's existence. I no longer have um, that physical disease. I'm able to work and stand and not be in bed. Um, and I am about to be um, a licensed pastor um, and preach every week to students, to people who are hurting, who are who were in my position back when I was their age, and I'm able to bring the the gift of hope to people. And so that's why God is real, is because one, he gave me that choice and he proved to me that he's willing to work with me. Um, and then two, he continues to prove every single day that he is real by allowing me to take part in his process, in his will. And um, as long as I do what he says, since not what I say, um he continues to show me that that is the actual like purpose in life why we were created is to interact with with god's will and not our will yeah no i yeah no dude that was a very powerful reason why i mean all three of you you guys all had mm -hmm. your own i mean everyone's got their own reasons to believe in god um they were all yeah. really good. I have deep respect for all of them. Um, thank you guys for answering that and being able to share with an audience as well. Um, I how think. About, how about how about you? E? <laughs> um, so if I were to sum it up in like one statement, I would honestly say if I didn't believe in God, I wouldn't be here right now. Um, a lot of. A lot of depressing things in my life, kind of throughout my life. Um, obviously, a lot of good has come from those things. Um, just one thing after another piling on top of each other constantly since before high school to like this exact moment um, has led me to where I am now. And... You know, I a lot, most of it, if not all of it, was kind of out of my control. Um, but I mean, it all all started with moving away from all you guys. Um, I mean, Pat, we weren't super close back then, but I mean, um, Brad and Isaiah, you guys were best friends moving forward, and I was still talking to a couple other buddies that were close with that I don't talk to now. But um, moving away to Washington, even though it was only stayed away from where uh, we live but having that like new distance between me and what I knew was very hard especially for a 7th grade mind to comprehend especially when your parents basically give you a yeah it's because God told us to you know it's like okay not really getting the gist of it because it's like i believed obviously when i was in seventh grade but i wasn't super deep into my faith like i am you could say now or was or you know whatever but mm -hmm. year pass year passes gaining new friendships new school meeting new people new church um so like obviously good came from that as well but then parents were like hey yeah so we're selling everything and moving across the states to new york and it's like what <laughs> like further away and like then 
um, I think that's kind of when Isaiah, you and I kind of stopped talking for a little bit. Um, I don't think we had much communication while I, since I moved away. Um, I know Brad, you and I, I mean, the main way we communicated with each other was just playing games whenever we could. Um, yeah. So many God Zombie nights. So many. They were so good. <laughs> Honestly. Um, Freaking 2012 winter <laughs> break just hits different. Dude. <laughs> it's on a new level, man. Oh, no worries in the world. Um, But then in New York, good things came from it. New friendships, whatever. And then kind of went downhill. Parents felt called to Ohio. So after a year being in New York, moved to Ohio, met some, you know, literally the first thing I did in Ohio was be put onto a bus and shipped to a a summer camp at some random church that I'd never gone to. My parents were like, oh my gosh, you're going to have so much fun, blah, 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 blah. You know, we know the people. (laughs) You know, it's like, all right. Oh my gosh, a week without turn to turn. (laughs) On the bus. Get them out of here. Get them out. We don't want them here. We want alone time. Oh, no. But I mean, you know, going to camp, being very antisocial, like the person I am, if I don't really know what's going on or anybody. So very antisocial, met some people, um, a buddy of mine who's, I'm not in um, very good communication with him now, but I still consider him a very good friend of mine because I know he does text every once in a while, checking in on me and I did to him and we keep in contact. But uh, um, he he's a couple years older than me and he basically introduced himself, same name as me, Jonathan, shout out to you if you're listening to this. Not going to say your last name, just to keep you in the down low different different last name though right different last name different last name not the same last name (laughs) um Mm. so like going and meeting a new friend and then him basically introducing me to all these other people and just creating new friendships there and it was like like at the time my parents were like yeah this is home like this is home now and it's like okay i guess I, i i can actually settle down create new friendships um, gives me opportunity to visit back to the um, West Coast um, every so often. Hopefully, I was able to go back every year, blah, blah, blah. Um, so my sophomore and junior year created new friendships and everything. And then junior year hit and my parents were like, hey, we feel called back to Oregon. We're going to be moving back to Oregon. And it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just spent two years. Yeah. Like, like you guys (laughs) gave me two years to develop these friendships and people that I call family. And now I'm just like leaving. And now like straight up, I don't even talk to like 99% of them. And even one of them, a couple of them have moved out here and one of them moved to Washington and, she she was an awesome person in my life, just a very God driven um woman, just a woman for God. And um I was very proud to call her one of my best friends, especially back on the East Coast, because she also like was like, Hey, you uh you read your Bible? And like it's just yeah. Um basically to sum up, all the depressing stuff from then into now um especially um uh, i think i can say this 
my family being um like split like all all of the members in my immediate family like being away from each other um it just kind of put a damper on us and definitely feels like i'm currently at rock bottom than i've ever felt before but um god has shown himself to me many times and i know he has a purpose for me and hopefully it's reaching out to people through stuff like this and be able to just share experiences and stuff um but god god's very real to me and every time i've asked for something you know he he may not deliver it right away but he definitely shows me at sooner than later that he's real and he's there for me and he's he's working through me so that's that's mainly why i believe in god um yeah he's he's my he's my father right now always has been always will be he's definitely he's definitely my father and i won't trade it for the world or anything especially with how low um of a mindset i have he's he's just wonderful and he up, uplifts everything to me it's awesome it's yeah yeah it's that's awesome freaking, yeah that's freaking yeah. awesome yeah yeah i'd love to share with you guys my life story and hopefully i can do that soon but it's right now this is a, a special guest episode and i want to give time to isaiah to be able to share whatever he wants to share as well and if you guys have more questions for him um but yeah no i wanted to ask you guys that question and see what you what you guys were okay with sharing because i know you guys won't share anything you don't want people to know but um yeah it's good to no, hear it. A good question. It's a really important question too. It's yeah. it's good to hear it from Christians listening and non Christians listening, non believers listening. Um, because I know uh, I've I've had a couple Christian buddies of mine come up who knew a buddy of mine who committed suicide, and was like, "Why did he do this if he had God?" And I was like, "Holy cow, that's a question and a half." Mm. Um, honestly, straight up now like looking back at it like at the time i think because it was so close like so close to the death of him i you know kind of answered it like I'd, I'd pray about it but i answered more on emotion than anything rather than looking like into their faith like they were believers but they weren't actively pursuing the lord um i mean i feel like anybody who's pursuing the lord can commit suicide but i know that's not a subject i really want to go into far detail with but that's that's uh, another question that yeah I, as long as it's brought up we don't have to go into it i just want to say if there is anybody listening there is so many resources available that are free mm -hmm. um, i personally have gone through uh, too many of those events, uh, either with uh, students that I am helping out with, the community that I am helping out with, uh, the, the church community or the even the town community. Um, there's been too many instances where um, uh, there just hasn't been hope shared. And so I just want to let anybody who is here and possibly thinking about or dealing with that situation, suicide is not a viable option. 
and there is resources readily available for you so that you don't have to bear that thought process or that weight by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so many resources. So we don't have to get dig into it, but um, yeah, there's there's too there's too many resources and too many people who actually genuinely do care. Um, uh, you don't give up. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. You've that. got you've got meaning, whether you think it or not. There's a purpose that you're here for. Big facts. Um. So I we actually have a question from a live from viewer audience. of our yeah a live viewer of oh, ours. Oh, we do. Oh. Um, what is the best way to not give up on your faith? Like, what are or let's I'm gonna rephrase that. What what are some of the best ways to not give up on your faith? Because I think mm. you can have multiple rather than one. You could have one, but yeah. So, uh, there's there's a lot of good ones. Um, so don't give up on the people who are trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let the yeah. the anxiety in your head, the fear of letting people down, get in the way of the relationships that are being poured out to you. Um, there's there's a lot. Um, especially if you are embedded in a church, if you're not talking to any of the the volunteer leadership or the the paid staff, that's literally their job description is to care about you and give you resources and give you that time and that care mm-hmm. that bolsters your faith and it helps you yeah. get through life. Um, and uh, oftentimes leadership in church is a lot less than the congregation of the church. And so the leadership doesn't have the resources necessarily to find you where you are you have to do the thing of hey um i need your help you have to actually have that conversation yeah so you have to like actively seek it yeah. out yeah 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 it's yeah. not it, just it gonna is fall important to your to hand you. yeah don't give up on it don't allow yourself to give up on something that's that's this vitally important to to you and your health yeah um something i would like to add is um one way to not give up on your faith is surround yourself with just like-minded people, you know, that are actively pursuing God, you know, so they have a positive influence on you. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. That's a good one. Um I think what I would have to say about what's the best way of not giving up on your faith is is those are awesome. Like honestly, I was debating i'm saying those two but you guys already said it but yeah i would i would do i on my fall off like i knew the people i was hanging out with weren't good and i knew the people in my life that were good and i decided to ignore them um it it's so true about who you put yourself with in your life and who you're spending time with because those even though if you you tell yourself like they won't have any impact on me, well, they will. No matter how much you say that, it will happen. Yeah. Um, yep. The best way to, that helps me not give up on my faith is. <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but reading your Bible, like, I I've been reading. Uh, I'm gonna butcher, butcher the name. Uh, is it 
Collusion? Colossians? Colossians. Yeah. Yes. I, can, I don't know why I can't. Collusions! I've, I've been reading and Colossal. I just got to chapter. I just, Sorry. Got to chapter <laughs> I just got to chapter two and it was already wrecking me. Like, it's like, it was like Paul saying, like, even if I don't know you, I hope you read, hear this or read this. Like, like, it's just crazy. Like, even in that time zone in the past like shut up <laughs> the, the past time zone yeah past time really zone. um like paul was even talking f- towards the future like he had faith that like his like that jesus wasn't gonna die out of course he wasn't gonna die out but like he like it's just crazy if like in the bible it hints to like the present day of like what we should do and how we should act and like how to build a relationship with God, like it, it's all there. Yeah. Um. The biggest thing that I like, even like, if you have a hard time reading, there's audio. If you don't like reading, um, I would say music is also a really thing that helped me out. But you gotta be smart with your music, cause like, <laughs> uh, when when I was gone on my trip, I made it. Uh, I made like uh, a deal with myself it was, cause I I have a ton of sad music. I think I have around 1500 songs on my phone and like a hundred percent a hundred of those songs are worship songs and like a good 80 percent of the rest is sad songs and so i made a deal with myself of like i'm gonna like i'm gonna work on doubling like my happy songs and fun songs so it overpasses how much sad songs i have so like Ah, if i basically like if i have if I have one sad song, I'm gonna have make sure I have two or three happy songs to replace that sad song, kind of stuff like that. So, honestly, like if you're going through a tough time and like uh, you don't know what to do, literally just blasting your music and just like getting caught in the feels of what that song means and stuff like that is it just helps a lot. <laughs> it really does, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, that's that that would be my answer. But I do love Isaiah's and Sev's of the people you hang out with and um Yeah. <laughs> Leadership and, and authority around you, making sure that uh you actually ask for help. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love yours too, man. Like it's there's something so neurological about um bringing in um jesus into your head bringing in positivity into your head that is what is going to immediately be an output um is whatever you put into your head whatever you put into your body that's what's immediately going to be an output of positivity and in, in jesus so yeah you're from a neurological yeah. scientific standpoint you're super on the nose yeah no definitely we'll say, uh, i will say like oh sorry oh no okay. no i was agreeing sorry okay i'm sorry it came out awkwardly. Oh, okay <laughs> I will say if like okay so I I just recently listened to does anyone know who Mike Todd is? Probably I not. Do not know. Name sounds familiar. He's a really popular pastor and I I told um Isaiah the story well we, before we got here but um he has a really good like message like he preaches and he started a series and it's on Spotify um and the 
the second he's on he posted his second episode and stuff like that and it was um the chains and cuffs of comfort and so uh i'm just gonna i don't like if i will i won't like say anything about but i will say like preach it just preach it bro (laughs) if you're having trouble with your faith or like you feel like you're not like as in a spot as you should be you need to actually look at your life and ask yourself am i comfortable because like if you're living a comfortable life you're not you're 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 hesitant on taking risks and growing because like i mean uh the best i think the best line that he said was like like when he got into the cuffs of comfort he's like christians live in a comfortable life and that's not what we're called to do we're supposed to go out and preach and um and uh like show god's love and yeah. what jesus did and um a great like <laughs> uh like a point that he said is with comfort was like do you think jesus was comfortable on the cross like definitely not yeah and and so if i I would just say like if you're in a comfortable spot it's not i mean that's good like god is an awesome god and instead of like following your comfort follow the comforter follow god because he will supply you your comfort and he will like um because he will he'll have you grow yeah so uh yeah i just i think it's kind of funny how what's the best how that question got brought up because like that was literally like my lifestyle for a while was like i was living in a lot of comfort because i didn't want to like step out of my cage and i didn't want to like yeah Cause like like at like at youth group, um, like I was happy with what I was doing, and yeah, it got yeah. to a point where I was like, I didn't, I don't want to do anything else. And then at that point, I was like, then like if I don't want to do anything else, where's where am I growing? Where's that growth yeah. coming from? Yeah. And What's so, the purpose? Yeah. And um, so I I've I'm like slowly, uh, trying to do more stuff. Um. I mean, a lot of people tell me that I have a calling to lead games, and uh, it's something that uh, I just like. It's it's difficult for me because I've had a lot of like uncomfortable situations in leading game leading games, but those situations I feel like is what made me grow the most. But in my mind, I was like, no, that was uncomfortable. I don't want to do that again. And then now, yeah. like, now that I look at it, like, yeah, it was uncomfortable and it sucked. But that's just how some nights go context to the audience i believe he's talking about games and youth group like leading games for the kids <laughs> yeah oh yeah sorry sorry about that i'm sorry <laughs> i apologize just talking, like, just talking like bros man just bro yeah. um yeah. could i spend like two seconds and and add just a s- small thing to that yeah, yeah no problem okay uh and, and i don't mean to presume uh where our uh listeners question is coming from i don't want to put words in, into their mouth or anything but um i think a lot of times um our faith kind of becomes secondary and by the wayside um if we are not actually stepping up to the plate when god is asking us to um when he when he's saying like hey you should do this or you should be a part of this or you should try harder 
yeah. um, when we decide to be like, no, I don't want to do that. That's too scary. Or I would have to give up something to do what you want to do. And yeah. We decide not to do that. Um, naturally, we're just going to let our let our mind win and um, not let Jesus win. And then our faith just becomes not as important as we want it to be. And so that's all I wanted to say. I don't want to presume anything, but if there's anything that you can do to make your faith stronger is actually doing the thing that God wants you to do. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be complex. Yeah. It can be super simple. It doesn't make it easy, but it actually is pretty simple when you think about it. So like, how do you know when God wants you to do something? Have you ever? Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of a loaded yeah. question, but no, not at all. I freaking love that question. All your guys' questions are like making my pastor antennas tingle. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> why you're the guest? Why yeah, you're dude, the guest, dude? Freaking these are the and why it's so exciting to me is because these are the questions that I have been desperately asking. Yeah, and, like clawing at to get the answer for the past three years. Yeah, so it's like fresh in my heart and my soul. Um, and I love the opportunity to speak and, and to and to give you guys um, my perspective. Not it's not that that I'm saying it's the correct perspective, but the the perspective that I found. And yeah. Um. So I'm gonna have to ask you to rephrase your question again because I forgot <laughs> the words you you chose, and I want to answer it correctly. <laughs> like when God calls you to do something, you know, like how do you know? How do you know? Um. Well. Um. For any listeners and for you, um, a, a very logical, basic um, answer to that is how are you going to differentiate the voices between me, between Sev, Turner Turn, and, and Hydra? Uh, you're not seeing our voices, or not, you're not seeing our faces, you're not, um, you're not watching us talk or interact yeah. with each other. Um, when we're listening, there's a difference between the voices. There's our own head what we would actually think what we want there's uh the enemy's voice which is satan and uh his helpers the the demons are real unfortunately um luckily as christians i believe that jesus christ is overpower uh, overpowers them and just the name jesus christ brings power to the situation and so the demons and satan don't have power over us unless we give it to them so they actually exist um and they speak um and so hearing them it's gonna sound different than our mind and the same thing with the holy spirit same thing with god is is when they speak when god speaks um we should be able to tell a difference between the voices um and how you do that is you get to know the the speaker you get to know how they talk through this conversation however long it's been up to this point whether it's been four hours or 60 hours it feels like two minutes to me because i've been loving the conversation but uh, I, sh I sure hope it's not 60 hours <laughs> <laughs> holy but, heck uh, but through this time um you naturally as you're listening intently understand the differences between people's voices so how do you tell if god is telling you to do something if it is god um, yeah you actually start paying attention to when thoughts come into your mind. Is this something that I would think? Is this something the enemy would say? Or is this something that God would put down in the Bible? Because if it doesn't match up with the Bible, it's not God. Yeah. He doesn't contradict himself. So if it is your own voice, 
or if it is the enemy's voice, it's not necessarily always going to point to to God in the Bible. Um, and a good rule of thumb I always have is even if it is my thought process, if it's from my brain, if it lines up with the Bible, it's still probably something good to do. So even if it's not 100% from God, if I can look in the Bible and be like, oh, God does say something yeah, that relates to that, then it's still probably something good to do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it's just about becoming familiar with who's talking, spending more time interacting. Yeah. You know? And is that like usually in like, kind of like, like conscience? Um, Conscience meaning like, like your thought process. Thought process, sure. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, God speaks uh, primarily through His Word, what He's already written. Yeah. So nine times out of ten, if you're asking God what to do and you're not reading the Bible, you're not hearing His answer because He already said it. Um, okay. The 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 Bible is is God inspired text for us to take and live our lives with. Um, he also, after Jesus died on the cross, rose again three days later. Um, spent 40 days uh, with his uh, with his disciples and doing things, and then he rose into the heavens. Um, wait. I might be off on that timeline. Anyway, He's like, hold on, thing. wait a minute. Something ain't right. <laughs> the primary thing is he died on the cross. Uh, he rose from the dead, and then uh, eventually he went into heaven to sit at the right hand of Yahweh, God the Father, um, and he sent his Holy Spirit down to live inside of us, inside our hearts and our minds, um, and around us, which means he interacts with the world. So we can hear God through the, through the word, which is God inspired through the Bible. We can also hear God through nature because he created everything. Yeah. Um, he made the wind and the waves, the trees, the animals. He can use those to speak. Um, and then also he's God who made logic. He made our brains in the way that we think. So he can work outside of it. He can work supernaturally. Yeah. Um, and so he can speak in an audible voice that's coming from nowhere. Um, but he can also speak in a still quiet voice that comes up in our thought process like, that's a weird thought. I've never thought that before. Yeah. That might be from God. Yeah. So it's, it's not going to be the same for everybody. Yeah. I've had dreams, like literal, like those vivid dreams where I know not for a fact because I can't, but I'm quite certain that God spoke to me in a few different like actual vivid dreams that I yeah. woke up and I was like, oh, dang, that was that was for real. God of the universe just talking to me. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, that stuff can happen and it does. Um, but primarily, I would say nine times out of ten, at least in my experience, if we're if we're talking to God, he's responding through the Bible. So if we're not reading the Bible, we're probably not hearing him. All right. Well, that's pretty good. Oh, excuse me. You're on there. Dang. No, I think, uh, I mean, I think we're closing up on an hour here in a couple minutes. But I think this podcast episode has gone extremely well, especially for being able to be open about faith and what, you know, we feel like God is bringing to our hearts while talking about all this. And especially to our audience asking questions as well. Very, very insightful. Um, seeing also different perspectives from all of us on what we think this is based off of or, you know, what our stories are or how what we believe is and the reasons behind it. And yeah, it's just 
it's just cool to see the the diverse (laughs) the diversity between us even as uh really close like best friends like there's difference but there's similarity in it which you know you can't say anything like we all believe in the same god i mean yes we we help out with the same church and stuff but like to our core beliefs and everything um i guess one thing if you guys have anything else to say um feel free but i do have a question for you guys to answer here at the end um when you guys are ready so if you guys have any questions for any one of us or if anyone wants to ask isaiah a question feel free um we want one more question from the audience cool but this is yeah um I mean, I feel like we've been asking a lot of serious questions, and I mean, we are a Good. group of serious people, but I mean, we should put in some, like, fun questions and stuff like that. Like, uh, fun question, like, what are you most excited for when you're able to, like, preach? Like, like I'm sure you probably answered this in some way, but, like, like, um, yeah. 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 Um, man to to me one of the one of the coolest most exciting things is um i spend probably not as much time prepping and praying as i should before i preach but um i do make sure to um to pray give the glory to god and and allow the words that he's uh, let me put on paper um, not be a hindrance to what he wants me to say on stage. And so I think one of the coolest, most exciting things for me is to listen to my sermon as I'm preaching it um, mm-hmm. and listen to him change the words to what the audience needs to hear. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's really cool for me to like write down a 15-minute sermon and then talk for 20 minutes and then only talk about like, a third of what I wrote down because God wants the audience to hear something completely different. Yeah. It's really exciting. Awesome. Well, this is, this is, this isn't the question to end it off on, but this is also, um, like I've mentioned to the audience before in other, in other episodes, this isn't anything and everything podcast. So we talk about a little bit of everything. So off topic of religion really quick, what's your favorite video game? Because this is also, we talk about games and stuff on here. So <laughs> it's only fair to ask you sooner or later. What Dang, yeah. would you consider you like to be your favorite video game? Shoot. Uh, I was a big gamer before I got two jobs. Um, yeah, you got that G Fuel <laughs> and everything. Like, you were Dude, really. Yeah. Dude, G Fuel's no, a Twitch was streamer the and, and everything, man. Um, shoot. There you go. It's that's difficult. Uh, favorite game? There's so many awesome games in all the different genres. Um, Minecraft's a classic. I know you guys talk about it. Like I, I've been listening to your podcasts, and I'm just like reliving the Minecraft days when you guys are talking about it. I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, man. Two thousand. I played. I got a, an illegal copy of the beta version of Minecraft before it got released to the public. Like, yeah. it was dope um and wait I had, is that I had, is that when like we like i'd come over and yeah. we'd like play oh my yeah, gosh i didn't even realize that before it was released to the public holy yeah. cow 
yeah um so minecraft's a, a classic um but i've been getting into uh some story games so like um i mean zelda dark souls the the the, the classic uh, single player storyline games that that's where i live Nice. That's where I live. So uh, there's this new one called Tunic. Um, I've actually been streaming that one uh, whenever I can, so very irregularly. Um, but uh, on Xbox, I, I stream on Twitch, and I've been doing that for uh, for the game Tunic, and that's
daggers on your feet. I have a dagger. It's not your nails. It's like, no, literally take your insane. socks off it's right like, now. It's like, <laughs> yo, no, 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 no. Oh, man. So it's like, it's like one of those like hidden blades in the shoes, but it's your foot. Yeah. There you That's go. straight up, straight Bruh. up. I don't know why we spent so much time talking about the important thing of like Jesus Christ and ministry when we could have been talking about my toe this entire time. Well, I say. think I think that sentence alone is why we didn't want to talk about. I mean, I guess and everything. But the toe thing, the toe thing's pretty cool too. It is it is feet? Yeah, it is. It is feet. <laughs> Quote of the day. Twenty twenty two. Yes. Feet. You guys feet. can totally say no. I just want to ask if it's okay if I uh, pray over us before we end the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me, let me after, ask. After John's question. Yeah, 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 let yeah, me yeah, ask yeah. this last question. And um, right. we can keep it short just because I don't want to go too long. But um, this is a question for all of us. What is, yeah, like I say, try to keep it short if you can. Although this question might want to make you answer a long answer. Impossible. <laughs> um, minutes, I'll talk for two hours. What is something? <laughs> Bro, what? that was the most sorry. like truth I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, <laughs> You're all right. fine. All right. Um, turn what is something you can say to someone who has come to you saying that they're ready to give up, whether it's about life, um, wanting to end their life, wanting to give up religion, wanting to stop school, wanting to quit work. Just like, what do you say to someone who just says, I'm ready to give up? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of loaded. Dang. It's a loaded question. Really loaded. But so, I feel like this is, a, <sighs> we should end it off with like a positive, like, like what is something people can expect coming from, a believer saying something like this what is wait so what is something you can say to somebody not like not what is somebody that can say something to you yeah what is something you can say to somebody who says like okay like if someone to came you, to me okay yeah if someone just walks okay, up okay. right to you right now is like dude i'm ready to give up who wants to go first on this one <laughs> I mean, it's awesome so uh yeah uh logistically it's definitely going to depend uh on the relationship you have with the person uh so each different relationship warrants different types of tones and conversations words and all that kind of stuff um the closer you are to the person the more direct and honest you can be which is kind of where i live because i don't really hang out in the whole beat around the bush kind of deal um Mm -hmm. But I will say my most common go-to uh, in that situation, and unfortunately I have to have these types of conversations, but uh, my most uh, go-to is uh, starting off the conversation with, it's not about you. Um, just telling them straight out like, oh, you're done with this? All right, great. Well, it's a good thing it's not about you. Um, you, you can't just decide that you're going to quit because it feels bad or because your thought process is uh, in a negative space or this is bringing um, some sort of pain or suffering to your life. Life is pain, suffering, and all of the above. Life is not about you. Your life is a gift. You get to live it. You get to breathe. You get to interact with God through life. It's not about you. It's from Jesus. It's for Jesus. Um, and no matter where, what worldview you come from, 
um, you, you have to come to terms if you're a logical thinker at all that you didn't choose to be here, which mm -hmm. means it's not about you. Um, and other factors come into play. So when you're making your decision, you have to come up to the conclusion that there's other factors other than your feelings involved. Awesome. Who's next? Right there. <laughs> um, dang. Well, I mean, I think I think the the tough thing about this whole like that question is like there's really no easy way to go around it, and um, I don't know. Just sometimes, I think what helped me out, and I don't know. It might sound stupid, but um what really helped me was knowing that i had um that person in my life that like it may sound stupid but i had a, i had a, that person in my life who gave me like a hug and um not stupid honestly like <laughs> when if someone came up to me and said that i think my first initial initial like act would probably give them a hug and um tell them that like i know it's tough like and like i know i've been there a lot of people go through that life sucks but if and i and i would say like but if you do like commit that you're just going to make it harder for the people around you who love you and who care for you Mm. because they they want you in your life <laughs> they want you in their life more than you can really imagine and um it is a very selfish act to do and just because like you committed that act to make yourself feel better that pain doesn't go away it just gets pushed on the people who love and care about you the most mm -hmm. so but yeah it's it's really there's no easy way to be like around this question so yeah i would say my first initial act would be probably giving them a hug because i don't know it's it's like the most surprising thing people could do because not a lot of people get hugs and um Sometimes just a hug can say more than words. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Facts. Oit, Sev, or Turner Turner next. What do you what do you got, Pat? Can you repeat the question? What is one thing you could say to somebody? who just like comes up to you and is like I'm ready to give up oh I don't think I've ever really been in that situation before so it's never really crossed my mind but what I tell myself when like life gets hard you know is like it'll get better you know it will get better mm -hmm. it just takes you as a person to take those steps in the right direction. 
Definitely. Um, no, I, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, I think for me, oh, you know, asking that question, it's, it's actually a lot harder to answer than I thought it would be for myself. Um, I would <laughs> coming, uh, so obviously coming from a Christian's point of view, we can come from it one way coming from a non or someone who's not pointed towards directly, like, Hey, yo, let me just shove Jesus onto you. Although, you know, we want people to know Jesus, but like, I'd probably come at it from like, Hey, you're not alone. Uh, people go, are going through what you're going through. Um, but just know that there's people that care for you and want to be there for you. You just got to find them, seek them out. And once you know who they are, stick with them, let them be a positive influence on you. Let them help guide you um you know that's definitely something that you know i struggle with so it's it's something i need to work on but that's that's more of advice towards myself but i think that could benefit other people who do come to me are like hey i'm ready to give up i'm like don't you're not alone in this like this isn't a you fight there's somebody else out there fighting with you, but as of physical people here on earth, you know, you can, you can go along with God gave you these people, but you can say, Hey, have you spoken to a friend or Hey, have you brought this up with a family member or even try to seek out somebody who you think is a safe space that isn't a family member or a friend that you can just be open with, you know, like a therapist without being a therapist. If that makes sense, depending on age ranges and stuff. But no, I definitely think it's it's wise because I think most people go through a like like what if I wasn't here type of scenario. Not like I'm ready to commit suicide, but like what if I wasn't here? Like my problems didn't fall on other people, or like if I wasn't this hindrance on somebody. I don't know. I just feel like that'd be something I'd kind of go with. Like, I'm here for you. You've got people who are here for you. You're not alone in this. Whether it's suicide, um, losing faith, losing friendships, family, anything, you're not alone. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, trying to answer yeah. my own question, it became a lot harder really for me right at the last second. Really, is hard to answer your own questions. That's why I tend to ask them, uh, and not answer. Them <laughs> yeah, <not>. it's literally <laughs> like with. I feel like all of our character. No, I mean, with our characteristics, like I love asking questions. Yep, because it's easier. Yep. It's so much easier. <laughs> like, oh baby, and then like. I don't know. It's it's. I think good though, with at least for me, because like I'll ask all these serious questions and all that stuff. And then I've recently had a lot of people in my life who've started to ask me, like, similar like questions that I would ask people towards me. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, dang, like, this this is tough. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and so I yeah. 
Heck yeah. Okay. Well, I think from here, um, I think we can lead into, if you want, um, we can definitely lead into a prayer. Um, Isaiah, if you wanted to lead us into that. Um, yeah. And then I can close this out. But yeah, I'd I'd like it. I'm pretty sure um, Brad and Pat, you guys would like it too, as well as um, prayer for the audience and anybody who's listening. But. Yeah, for go sure. for it. Oh yeah, I'll let you. Yeah. I'll let you lead this. Sweet. Well, uh, just wanted to reiterate my my gratefulness and you guys inviting me not just onto the podcast but into your home, uh, sitting on their couch and um, turn to turn made me dinner. Um, and so uh, welcome. So it was so good. With some French toast. The just the 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 friendship, the relationship that we've we've built to to have this conversation and to have this experiences. I'm very, um, very moved and grateful for this experience. So thank you guys. Yeah. Anytime. Um, it's taco yeah. time. Honestly, it's been really good. I feel like this, this one, uh, was a really good podcast and, uh, um, definitely. I, I mean, I definitely would want you back soon. Um, yeah. As another guest and stuff like that. So yeah, it, I think I think it was very good, and definitely something that I needed to hear and listen to. So, yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, I'm gonna have to come back then and uh, ask you guys questions. Heck yeah, just ask me a bunch of questions. <laughs> um, but but uh, to keep the the thankfulness and the gratefulness rolling, I think stepping into prayer is a is a, is a great opportunity. So. Uh, again, thank you guys for allowing me to do this and allowing me to to pray on your podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk to the talk to the heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to have this this communion with one another. This this um this conversation, um, this honest conversation where we're able to come together as brothers. Um, and relate to each other and relate to you and try our best to relate to the audience in a way that brings light and brings glory to you. Thank you, Jesus, for the openness that you have uh, allowed uh, me to experience today in walking in these doors and experiencing hospitality, welcoming um, nature, um, good food and good conversation. Thank you, Jesus, that we were able to breathe and experience this night. Lord, I ask that you you would get the glory, that uh, this conversation would point to you, that those listening would hear your voice and not ours, that uh, um, the listeners and each other, all of us, were, were able to learn something, take something home, and, and as you intended it, um, our lives be changed by you and not by us. Lord, and if anything, if anything, Father, I ask that you would lay your hand upon every listener uh, and every speaker in this podcast and that they would know that there is hope, that they would know that you give them purpose, that you give them hope, and that you give them a reason. You give them a reason to continue to breathe, to continue to live, and to continue to try and figure out life with you. Father, thank you for the resources that you've given us. Thank you, Jesus.
in your heavenly, amazing, and perfect name, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Dang. Oh, man. Well, thanks for being our guest on today's podcast. No, it's uh, definitely a pleasure having you and being able to change things up and talk about faith. Um, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely have you back sooner or later. This tonight was awesome. It was very uh, awesome. I look forward to the phone call when we put this thing on the calendar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Again, to the people who are listening and have made it this far, thank you for listening and hearing us out and, um, Thankful for giving giving a Isaiah a platform to be able to share too, um, especially to a whole different audience, you know, who listen to it for other subjects as well. But nah, I think it's a good place to end the podcast. This this episode, I don't know. You guys think we did, we did good? Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, huh? just like like shoving the mic down your throat you know like huh? <laughs> I just made a, a weird face to, to to be fair and I looked over at Sev and he just gave me the most disapproving and 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 just so weirded out face. Oh man, that's my favorite. That was my favorite thing ever to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week and enjoy the podcast. If you liked it, feel free to listen to it again. Um, and again, if you have questions, feel free to um post about it on socials. Um, obviously my ads on everything is at journal turn. So you guys can DM me personally or join the discord and ask us questions in there, especially if you wanted to ask uh, us questions live um, about yeah. anything. We, we can talk about anything, everything we're here for you. Yeah, uh, we'll get definitely listen to listen to it again. I'll know. He'll know. He'll, <laughs> He'll know. He will, he'll he find you, know. and he will be like, "Play track. it again." He'll he'll come up to you. He'll he'll come to your bedroom. He'll come to you while you're sleeping and be like, "You didn't listen to it again. You're gonna do it again and again, <laughs> and then a third time. You gotta do and it I'll, again." I'll know. <laughs> Either that, or just listen to the next episode when it comes out. Yeah, that too. Oh, go. What's the point of that? that too we'll hope you've enjoyed the episode so far hope you enjoyed this one and can't wait to upload the next one uh on that note this is a goodbye oh huh you guys who all right goodbye everybody bye bye (laughs) got cut off right there good